From the place of our woundedness, we construct a false self. We find a few gifts that work for us, and we try to live off them. Stuart found that he was good at math and science. He shut down his heart and spent all his energies perfecting his Spock persona. There, in the academy, he was safe. He was also recognized and rewarded. Alex was good at sports and the whole macho image. He became a glass-eating animal. Stan became the nicest guy you could ever meet. In the story of my life, he admitted, I want to be seen as the nice guy. I became a hard-charging perfectionist. There, in my perfection, I found safety and recognition. When I was eight, confesses Brennan Manning, the imposter, or false self, was born as a defense against pain. The imposter within whispered, Brennan, don't ever be your real self anymore because nobody likes you as you are. Invent a new self that everybody will admire and nobody will know. Notice the key phrase, as a defense against pain, as a way of saving himself. The imposter is our plan for salvation. So God must take it all away. This often happens at the start of our initiation journey. He thwarts our plan for salvation. He shatters the false self. In the last chapter, I told you of Brad's plan for self-redemption. He would belong to the inside group. Even after it failed him time and again, breaking his heart over and over, he wouldn't give it up. He simply thought his aim was off. If he found the right group, then his plan would work. Our plan for redemption is hard to let go of. It clings to our hearts like an octopus. So what did God do for Brad? He took it all away. God brought Brad to the point where he thought he had found the group, and then God prevented him from maneuvering his way in. Brad wrote me a letter to describe what he was going through. God has taken it all away, stripped me of all the things I used to earn people's admiration. I knew what he was up to. He put me in a place where my heart's deepest wounds and arrows and sin came out. As I was weeping, all these pictures of what I want to belong to came up, speaker, counselor, in a group, and it was as if Jesus asked me to give them up. What came from my heart was surprising, incredible fear, and then the image of never getting them. A sentence arose in my heart, you want me to die? If I give those up, then I'll never belong and be somebody. You are asking me to die. It has been the hope of salvation. Why would God do something so cruel? Why would he do something so terrible as to wound us in the place of our deepest wound? Jesus warned us that whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Luke 9:24. Christ is not using the word bios here. He's not talking about our physical life. The passage is not about trying to save your skin by ducking martyrdom or something like that. The word Christ uses for life is the word psyche the word for our soul, our inner self, our heart. He says that the things we do to save our psyche, our self, those plans to save and protect our inner life, those are the things that will actually destroy us. There is a way that seems right unto a man, but in the end it leads to death, says Proverbs 16.25. The false self, our plan for redemption, seems so right to us it shields us from pain and secures us a little love and admiration. But the false self is a lie. 
The whole plan is built on pretense. It's a deadly trap. God loves us too much to leave us there, so he thwarts us in many, many different ways.